0: Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. And good morning and
1: welcome back to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm your host, Shelley Harrison, with another episode of Amplify Your Influence. Uh, This is a lively show featuring speakers, authors, and presenters who are on the cutting edge of top-level success in their speaking business are already there. And this show will bring you intriguing people across the country who have successfully amplified their influence on stage, television, and other media platforms. And today, I'm talking with our leading lady, Natasha E. Davis, about making an influential impact in today's economy. And a bit about Natasha before we bring her on Uh, She is affectionately known as the chief visionary visionary and a baccalaureate-prepared registered nurse and practiced emergency and trauma nursing for over 12 years prior to emerging as a brand strategist and corporate trainer in 2007. She holds a master's in business certification in marketing and is the CEO and founder of Impact Branding Consulting, Inc. and CRM software platform, the Profit Enhancer Analysis. Natasha specializes in positioning companies to perform in alignment with the vision of the leader. Natasha has published three books focused on business development and branding, and she has been recognized by the president, former president, Barack Obama, with the Lifetime Achievement Award and featured in the Big Grit Entrepreneurial uh, docuseries produced by infusion Infusionsoft. infusion soft boy this is really a tongue twister Natasha I want to welcome you happy Monday and welcome to uh, amplify your influence and thank you for gracing us with your incredible wisdom on today's show how are you absolutely I am doing wonderful jelly thank you so much definitely an honor to
2: be here and share a few golden nuggets <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. And, boy, I really twisted up your bio. I am so sorry. Usually (laughs) I just effortlessly can read it, but I'm like, wow, you are so accomplished. It was just, you know, you have all these wonderful things that you've done, and we're going to get into that because I know I have had several conversations with you, and every single time I learn, and I'm so excited to share you with our audience today because I know that we're going to get into this, and we're going to, you know, really be able to give our audience some impactful information from you that they can use in their day-to-day business operation and to help amplify their influence. Uh, So, Natasha, yeah, can you share a little bit about yourself with our audience and what gets you motivated every single day? (laughs)
2: So a little bit about me is I am definitely that um, hardworking, diligent woman. Of course, like anyone else, you know, you make mistakes, you make hiccups, but you learn from it. Um, I emerged into the world as a registered nurse, and I practiced emergency nursing for many years. And while practicing, I started realizing that I had this additional layer of skill that I really hadn't tapped into but I thought I was crazy because it's like who goes to school and spends all that time to be a registered nurse. And now you're talking about changing. Like, are you crazy? And, uh, but you know, the thing about it is I was really hungry for that next level. And I didn't realize by me staying in that place and not really leaning into my genius, to the extra layers of my genius, I was actually hurting myself. So I emerged as a branch strategist uh, first, I don't know what, how I ended up there, to be honest. I ended up in marketing. What I really yeah. loved was understanding how an organization goes from beginning to end. And that's really what it was. Mm. And at the time, all I knew was to lean into marketing. And so here I am. I go straight into marketing, and I am start reading marketing and marketing. And I realized, wait a second. Something comes before marketing. You know, the business starts or the corporation starts, and, and it's moving, and it's bringing people, and it's doing trainings, and it's getting customers. It's doing all that. But I realized marketing wasn't the starting point, and so I started yeah. to backtrack to find out what comes before marketing, the foundation, and that's where I discovered branding and strategic planning. Oh, and
0: that's yes. where I
2: sunk my teeth in because that's what gets me all warm and fuzzy inside is developing the foundation and the structure for the company so that when we get to yeah. marketing, it will be more successful.
1: Oh, so I love that's, that. Because that's where yeah. I came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's really a shift because, you know, being in the nursing field and then going right into, you know, how you discovered, you know, the marketing piece, but then branding really shined bright for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you yes. think of branding, yeah, you know, when you think of branding, you know, what are some of those things that you feel are key when a business gets started? You know, because I know you work with all different types of businesses. And, I mean, I, I, I'm just so excited to talk with you, Natasha, because every time I, I talk with you, I learn, too. But when you, awesome. when you look at those businesses, what are some of those things that they need to really think about and ramp up for to even get started in business to build a brand? Well, the first thing that I have learned over time that,
2: that businesses need to pay attention to is the what and the why. And, I, and I'm going to mm-hmm. say that from a very high-level position, right? We we tend to uh, see companies, they jump all the way into the where. They jump uh, all the way into yeah. the how, the how we're going to do it, how we're going to do it, and, you know, where we're going to post our information and, you know, who we're going to hire and who we're going to work with. But we never stop yeah. and sit down and say, okay, now what are we doing and why and so, are we yeah. doing it? Yeah. And I find that when companies are unable to articulate those simple things, what are we doing? What do we Mm -hmm. stand for? what service or product do we provide? And here's a good one. What will we not do? See, this is where people miss that. Mm. What will we not do? Where are we, you know, who are we not going to work with? We got to deal with the nots. And then, of course, the why. Why do we get up and do this every day? Because, see, that is the driver that's going to keep the organization moving forward, especially when times get challenging. It's the why part.
0: Yeah. right and
2: so that's what i would say companies exactly. need to spend a little bit more time backing up and looking at the mm. what and the why and yes that will help to drive better attention to the wares and the who's and the how's it'll be much more cleaner mm. and more efficient to implement oh yes
1: and and that's that's a great tip. I mean that and that is something that will definitely set a business up for success starting with that and mm-hmm. like you said kind of backing up. And before we get into a commercial break, I wanted to to kind of talk a little bit about your book, 25 valuable golden nuggets to start, stabilize and scale scale any business. What what really prompted you to write this book? <laughs> so this book was burst
2: dead smack in the middle of the pandemic. And I remember oh, wow.
1: yeah.
2: I, I was sitting, um I was sitting down and I was watching a movie, honestly. And and again here we are, we were all in, you know, lockdown, right? Isolation. We're sitting here, we're yeah. like, Whoa, we can't go anywhere. So you watch a movie, you work <laughs> a little bit, you sit outside, right? And I remember yeah. sitting there, and I was watching a movie that I typically always... I've watched a movie at least six or seven times, but, you know, I'm staring which, at it like, ooh. which movie is it? <laughs>
1: well, which movie this, is it? We have to know. Which, you which know, movie? <laughs> this, is, this, this is The Magnificent
2: Seven. The Magnificent Seven. Oh, okay. So I'm sitting seven. here, Magnificent Seven, and I am fully immersed into the movie. And, of course, mm-hmm. my brain starts churning, it's cooking away, oh. and I'm trying to I'm trying to stop the mind from moving because I'm trying to watch this movie that I've seen at least seven <laughs> times, right? And but yeah. what started happening in my mind was, you know, I wonder if I knew this before, how would my business be? If I was exposed mm. to X prior to, how would my business be? Would would I have behaved differently? Would I have made different decisions? So. I took out my phone. I started doing some One Notes just to just to offload my brain so I could get back to my movie. And yeah. I, I, I kept jotting down. And then I said, you know something, I'm crazy. I mean, no one's thinking like this. It's only me. And so I sent a text message to about 15 plus of my uh, business owners that I know. And I said, hey, what do you wish you knew when you started business? And what do you wish you yeah. knew now in order to be more successful? So mm. I fire off that text message around 7 p.m., try to get back to my movie, and the phone is going ping, ping, ping. It's like buzzing, <laughs> pinging. It's going crazy. Oh. And it never stopped yeah. until about 5 o'clock the next day. Oh, my God. So 5 so a.m. Really so yeah. <laughs> from 7 p.m. until 5 a.m., I mean, it just kept coming in. It kept coming in. Oh and God. then I said to myself, I said, you know what? Our business community, we need something. Something is missing, obviously, or something. And so I sat down Mm -hmm. and believe it or not, I'm. I'm, listen, I'm not going to say this to anybody. Anyone can do it. I don't know. I wrote the book in seven days. I wrote and published the book in seven days. And I just, I really got down and I just started brain dumping. I wish these are the top 25 things I wish I knew, because if I knew that I didn't need to borrow money. To, to operate my business, I would have made a different decision many years ago. If I knew yeah. how to capitalize on my strengths instead of focusing mm. on my weakness, I would be different. If I knew how to manage my time mm. better as a leader, and if I knew the principles of pricing the business for profitability, I would have run my business mm. very differently, right? And so I literally yeah. just pulled out 25 high-level pieces of information and I brain dumped this is my experience and here's the things I wish Mm -hmm. I wish I knew you know if I knew truly what the journey of entrepreneurship was And I understood that I don't go from solopreneur to CEO overnight and what that looks like. Would I have managed myself differently? Would I have thought differently? Would I have even understood? So that's one of the, those are some of the things that I cataloged and I brain dumped. If, if as a, if if as a business owner, we can understand the basic foundations, the basic principles, even down to just the journey of entrepreneurship. If we can understand it, then we can stop making these costly
1: mistakes
2: because we're trying to get somewhere before we're ready. Yes,
1: and that is what I'm talking about with our audience where I think, my gosh, Natasha, you have so much Just insight insight and, you know, great, great, you know, information that I think a lot of people could benefit from, especially with the, the book that you've written and you've written others. But now we're going to take a quick moment to, yeah, we're going to take a quick moment to recognize one of our sponsors and partners. Women Lead Radio is brought to you by today Connected Women of Influence and our partner National University National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable, higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University and all of our sponsors and partners. And now we're going to get back with you, Natasha. And we were talking about the 25 valuable golden golden nuggets to start, stabilize, and scale any business. In seven days, so Magnificent Seven, seven days (laughs) to write the book and 25 tips. And you have a, I mean, talk about influence. And I guess you have this overwhelming, you know, feeling, I need to write a book, right? Yeah. After yeah, it's, all of that I needed information to get it out. Coming through.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I needed, I needed yeah. to get it out because the first thing is I realized that I'm not the only one that thought this way, right? Mm. And so once I once yeah. I realized that with my phone going crazy till five a.m. with all this information, I realized I'm not the only one. So, therefore, yeah. other people out there need that, and that's something I'm super passionate about. I'm passionate about providing business owners, uh, small, medium, even large business owners, with the tools to uncomplicate the complexity of business. You know, the, the yeah. business, business operations three years ago looked very different from today. And if we go further back, 10 years ago, it looks different from today. 30 years ago, it looks different from today. However, there are some principles that are foundational and they do not change. You still have to Mm. understand the basic foundations and then we adjust and we align with the current economy that we're in. Case in point, pre-pandemic, it was, you know, unheard of that an entire workforce worked from home. (laughs) Post-pandemic, everybody needs to know how to work from home. And there are companies that have actually completely closed down entire buildings. Like, Mm -hmm. listen, everybody works from home for, you know, moving forward. We don't need a brick and mortar. You know, little things like Mm -hmm. that. So, you know, pre-pandemic, video conference calls were for when I needed to actually see you because you were probably in another state. Now you could be two blocks away, and I just want to have a quick five-minute call, and everybody wants to send a video conference call. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I may not be cheap enough for conference yeah.
2: calls. Exactly, <laughs> so you wait. I may not be ready. <laughs> exactly. so, uh, but that's just a funny little example. But we have to be able to adjust with the times, and mm-hmm. but we still have to remember basic foundation, basic foundations that's and right. principles of that's business.
1: Right. Well, you know, there's one process that sticks with me, and you and I had, and it was probably a year ago that we had talked Mm -hmm. about this, and you have this one process that you use, and I, I just love it where every single week you take you look at each of your clients every single client and you figure out okay what did i miss what do i need to follow up on can you walk yeah. us through that because that to me i'd put into practice with my own company because of what you shared with me but can you share that with our audience awesome yes absolutely yeah. so one
2: of the things that we do is we do every uh, monday morning we do a client debrief and so we look at all of our clients and we look to see What's pending? What's missing? and basically why it's missing or why it's not done. Who dropped the ball? Mm-hmm. Did did we drop the ball? And if we drop the ball, then it's imperative we pick this ball up ASAP. Versus right. is it something yeah. that we never communicated to the client? Does the client not understand? Did the client not provide it? Is it something external from the client and external from the company? So we do our client debrief where we literally do roll call on each client and it's very quick and to the point. It's not long-winded. Here's where they are. Here's what needs to be done. Here's what's pending. We look at the progress of it. In the field and the industry that we're in, uh, because we're in that space of strategy and um, as a consultant, we Mm -hmm. don't have the bandwidth or the ability to allow things to slip through the cracks undetected and unmanaged. You just don't. And so clients don't pay for learning curves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't play. Clients don't want to pay for learning curves, and clients definitely don't want to pay for mistakes and hiccups and uh uh-ohs. I'm paying you because I want you to help solve a problem. (laughs) So, you know, we do that. (laughs) We do that so we can catch it. That's the main thing. Yeah, Yeah. we do that to catch it ahead of time.
1: Well, thank you for sharing that because that right there, I think, is a game changer for companies that you know, small, large, or you know, I mean, medium. Any type of business can benefit by doing that, and you're catching your clients. You know, every single yes. week you have them. You know, they're top of mind, and your team. You know, where they're they're no. aware of what's going on too. No, that's a great yes. strategy.
0: Um, you. And
1: you know, yeah, and on your website, Natasha, I know, like for example one of the things that really stood out to me is bringing the power of agility to brand positioning. Can you share with us one of the nuggets in that statement? You know, agility
2: is something that most companies want, yet they have yet to have been able to achieve, right? And Mm -hmm. every company, every company wants to be agile. They want to be fluid and flexible, but they also want to be efficient, and effective Mm -hmm. as well. And so when we talk about bringing the power of agility to brand positioning, when I want to take, a company and move it from where it is to where it wants to be, it is going to absolutely require um, a very keen eye and it's going to require the element of agility. And that is basically Mm -hmm. looking at where's the company now and how are we going to get there with the least amount of confusion with the Mm -hmm. least amount of resistance and also with the least amount of cost. It's it's when people are moving a company, when it's time to move a company from point A to point B, it is imperative to understand the cost behind moving the company. And oh, when, you know, mm-hmm. where where a company decides, well, we want to strategically advance the company, and we haven't spent time discussing what the cost is, that's where we find persons yeah. and companies and, and teams, they tend to get in trouble. They tend to get in trouble because they don't realize... Mm there are so many things involved. And so in order for us to go from point A to point B with efficiency and with, that's important. Mm-hmm. You can move with speed, but you yeah. can lose efficiency and effectiveness.
1: That's right. That's very right? really true. I
2: think that that can you moving. Thing. Absolutely. <laughs> But, you know, we, we, we've we yeah. seen evidence of speed lacking efficiency and effectiveness when we've seen companies expand rapidly, but shortly behind that they end up closing, closing departments, mm. closing locations, right? They're having to get out quick. So you can move with speed, but mm. you lo- you don't move with efficiency. So the difference in what we do is that we tie the speed, but we also bring in the efficiency and the effectiveness.
1: Yes. Gosh, I remember that that kind of, activity when i was in the banking industry where it was all about efficiency and you know doing things right Mm -hmm. and yeah so it i mean it, it today it still stands true and that i mean that that is a great uh way to look at you know business when you're i mean just just from an efficiency standpoint i think a lot of people really don't focus on efficiency where they would rather just kind of just get stuff done and you know that then that's when the mistakes happen and and things just yeah. kind of get out of whack yeah you're
2: right so, you're right you're right
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah so let's talk about making an influential impact in today's economy and what that tells us about how to move forward Yeah. so one yeah. thing that we have to look at in
2: this climate is when we enter in, and, and when we say enter in, we're talking about entering in anywhere, entering a market, entering a company, entering um, an industry. When we enter in, we want to make sure that we are showing up and for the right reasons at the right time. And mm-hmm. when we say yeah. we're leaning in to talking about, it's a matter of understanding the understanding self understanding self as a person but under, also understanding self as a company and mm-hmm. all too often all too often we'll see companies to territory which they do not have strength in and oh, because yeah. they just want it i just want the territory or you have yeah, companies yeah. because they have the capital They just, they go for it because they can. I can grab that market. I can grab that industry because I have the capital and I have the manpower and I can do it the problem there is yeah. if we don't step in and we don't know thyself i have to know myself my strengths as a as a team as a person as an individual but know my strengths as a company as well if the company mm-hmm. does not have hold or possess the strengths needed to make a powerful and positive impact in the market that they're stepping into they actually begin to hinder and hurt that market, hurt that company, hurt Mm -hmm. that industry. You know, we take some electronic companies, right, some electronic companies, well, where they specialize in microwaves, all of a sudden they want to do televisions, but the televisions are no good. So yeah, that yeah. that electronic company, they had the capital, so they could do it, but they they didn't step back to say where do our strengths lie. And so just because we had oh. the capital, we went and we captured this market and we saturated the market. But now we have a customer base that's angry and they're unsatisfied because oh. what I purchased does not work. It's no good. Oh.
1: Yeah. you
2: see? So when we step in, we got to lean in to know, when I say know thyself, know thyself (laughs) individually, know thyself as a company. If that's not your strength, don't lean in there. Stick to what you're great at. If you want to lean into Mm. that industry, build up the strengths for it first, then you go in because otherwise all you do
1: is hinder and hurt the market, the customer.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. No, I, I was thinking about that. As you were saying it, I mean, it really makes, absolute sense. And I, I applied it to my own business and what that meant and, you know, kind of how to move forward and, and just, you know, be that company that, that can thrive. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. yes, yes. And, we, we can. And, I like to say just because we can doesn't mean we should. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and what are your thoughts? We're going to shift gears here a little bit, Natasha. Sure. You know, we have a few minutes left here. So I want to kind of talk about social media and the framework of building influence. You know, you're, you're, you're a creator, you're, uh, you know, strategic, you're all of these things that you have in your toolbox. What kind of framework do you think it takes to build influence on social media? So,
2: you know, one thing I will say, social media, A, is a full-time job. It's a full-time plus yeah, a part-time is. job. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and on top of that, social media has a lot of variations with their algorithm, so things do change frequently. And so when mm-hmm. we look at building that influence or that presence, uh, I like to just on social media or having digital real estate, right, the first thing we have to do is mm-hmm. – you have to build a place of um, authentic content, authentic content. Mm, yeah. So we don't want to build an audience off of information that's constantly being retrieved from elsewhere or it doesn't reflect the authentic self of the person or the company. So authentic oh, content. And man, that's man. the place where people are. People want to see the real deal. They don't want to see all this made up fancy stuff. They want to know real, you know, before you used, you had to go get fancy equipment and all the bells and whistles and all this stuff. Now people are like, are you anything like me? Do you even understand what my pain is? You know, and if you, Mm. if you had to spend $10,000 just to do this one post, you don't really understand my plight. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I love, that's right. And I love that you say, you know, authentic content. I think a lot of companies, Mm. you know, they just push stuff out there to be relevant and they're not really building influence. What they're doing is just, okay, here's another post, you know, and they're doing it consistently. But I think it really takes, you know, where you get people at the heartstrings, you know, you, you have them see, you know, what those possibilities could be. And, you know when you help them, I think they remember. And if you're telling stories, it's, you know, it's powerful because telling stories, you know, really engage people because they want to know the, you know, the beginning of the story, the middle of the story, and the end of the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, you're right. You know, you have have to be able to do that. Yeah. So
1: be (laughs) authentic. And the next
2: thing is you want, people want, people actually want three things. They want to be educated. They want to be engaged, and people actually do want mm-hmm. to be solicited. If you don't ask me to buy, then you don't want me. Mm,
1: that's a, that's people, a great way of looking at it. Yeah. People
2: want to be <laughs> solicited. So if, I, if yeah. I spend 100% of the time educating, then all you become is an education repository. So therefore, oh. you don't really want me to buy anything. You just want me to learn. And I can tell you right now, there's not a bunch of people that wake up saying, I just want to learn. No, they said, I want somebody to do something for me. (laughs) Right? It's action. It's action, right. I I don't want to do this. I want somebody to do it for me. The other thing that people need is they need to be engaged because I need Mm -hmm. to know that you're human. I need to know that you care. Mm -hmm. I need to know that you feel what I feel. So I need to be engaged. And and people love recreation. People need a breakaway. So you want a little engagement and then of course mm-hmm. if you don't solicit me if you don't ask me to buy if you don't give me the opportunity to transact with you that means you didn't want me.
1: Oh so my goodness. We
2: ha- yeah. we have to be authentic and then we have to lean mm-hmm. into educate engage and solicit. You got to ask for the buy, you got to educate your your customer base and you also have to ed- um engage them. So that's oh, my another gosh. important framework.
1: Yes, and see the again. You are just so filled with insight, and I know I want to have you on again next year so that we can kind of look at the year ahead, right? Or yes, behind I should say, right? So so yes. we'll, we'll get you back on the show because you're just you have some great information, and I know our listeners may want to reach you after our show. How could our listeners get a hold of you, Natasha? Absolutely. So the best way to find uh, Natasha is just go to the
2: website and you can get all of me, just go to NatashaDavisVisionary.com. You can find out a little bit more about me. uh, And also you can, if you want to schedule a power chat, you can also schedule a power chat if we need to talk through some things. But again, go to NatashaDavisVisionary.com. That's NatashaDavisVisionary.com.
1: Oh, well, that's that's wonderful. And and that's our show for today. We hope you gain new ideas and wisdom from our powerful guest, Natasha E. Davis. Thank you, Natasha, for being our leading lady today on Women Lead Radio on Amplify Your Influence. And a special thanks to all of our listeners in the U.S. and our international listeners and followers, too. We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio Show Mondays at 9 a.m. and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It's been my absolute pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and remember to build your influence
0: authentically and compassionately. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence